So just away from the game at the moment, which is where I'm headed. I mean, I know you've been involved over time as an ambassador for the Multiple Sclerosis Society WA. I learned a bit this week about the JK Foundation, which is now a fully registered uh, charitable organisation, of course. Can you let listeners in a bit on what the JK Foundation's all about and why that's an issue that's close to your heart? As a foundation, we look to kind of provide, you know, connections, education to youth, regional youth who are looking to pursue their goals. We try to create an environment that for them to be able to achieve their goals doesn't have the restrictions of, you know, financial stress, uh, health, education, and, and and also the location. You know, being regional, obviously, you miss out on a fair few resources. So being able to kind of bridge that close gap uh, is something that, that my foundation's um, looking to do. And phase one for us, obviously, with funding and being lucky enough to be able to get it off the ground and we're a fully registered charity and foundation now we've been able to have support um, with sporting scholarships to help assist in kids who have made state selection national uh, selection on competitions events been have, have to go to perth and to go to um you know interstate for whatever training programs that their sport kind of needs them we've we've actually got an international uh, taekwondo kid that's from the midwest region who's going to kazakhstan so being able to try and find flights to kazakhstan has been quite interesting it's been a learning curve but uh <laughs> there is there is flights going there so it's been really rewarding and it's a bit of a passion project for me that I've yeah. kind of um, been working on for the last few years to be honest it all stemmed from I was 16 I was lucky enough to to make the state 16 squad and might we live in Northampton mum uh, used to drive me down Tuesday Thursdays for training in Perth you know obviously oh. come back obviously trying to deal with school and then we play on the weekend back then you know you don't train you don't you don't get a chance to play and uh, for a lot of regional kids it's quite tough but my mum made that commitment you know we never had any money uh, but she still did it I don't know how she did it but uh, she did and that gave me a chance and I was very lucky to have that opportunity but um, I know a lot of friends and I know a lot of a lot of people in regional areas who, who just aren't um, able to access that opportunity um, and support around them so I started a scholarship uh, this is back nearly 10-20 years ago where I pick a 16 year old kid and this was purely just footy we give them five grand who, who kind of made um, that state uh, squad selection and had to travel so we use that five grand to, to one uh, more travel costs Mm. Um, make sure they've got the right boots and be able to get down to what they need to do and, and so flights fuel help the family out a fair bit would, otherwise you know obviously the family would struggle to be able to get down consistently and, and give them an opportunity and I probably got into my seventh year of it I had one kid uh, that I'd picked and he was carpooling in a car with two other kids that had been picked and, and one was getting five grand and the other two were getting nothing so it kind of made me have to sit down and have a think about it how can I grow it how can we you know because there is a lot of talent in all sports um, mm. especially footy from from up here in the Midwest region and how do I support it and I suppose going to to help with funding you know a lot of a lot of businesses and a lot of corporate and a lot of people were just like well you're not a charity it's pretty hard just give money and not get it you know there's a tax deduction thing which everyone kind of wants so that kind of stemmed the idea COVID hit and then um yeah we kind of built it from the back end of the last couple of years and we're not just footy um and it's kind of opened my eye opened my eyes to how much talent there is and how many different sports are played up in regional areas We've got a, an acrobat um a circus performer who, um, Lucia Richardson, who's yeah, unbelievable in her skill. She got asked to go to the Flying Fruit um, uh, Flyer Circus, which is a training program, which is pretty much you go through that program and then it's Circus Delay. We've got a table tennis player, um, young David, who's 15. He's number one in the state and obviously needs to go over uh, to uh, New South Wales well to play in the national table tennis championship. A few sports that you can see down the line could end up 
in the Olympics. And yeah, I'll be I'll be quite wrapped. It'll be an amazing feeling seeing a lot of these kids where they've started from and to see them in the Olympics over the next four to you know eight years. Um, if they do get there, it'll be quite cool. Good on you. That is awesome what you're doing. Now I'm a, I'm a, on another front. I'm a, I'm a gin fan. I'm yet to try the X17 Botanic Gin. Uh, your number, uh, of course, and a nod to that in your playing days, which is I think maybe the first product as well out of the Beyond Distilling, which yep. you started with your old teammate Chris Maston as well. I wanted to make a beer from your cousin's farm, pull the grain off and, and ferment that and, and and make a beer out of it. And I had some good friends who were um, involved in distilleries and um, who, were, who are distillers and kind of floated the idea of making a gin. I didn't really like gin. My wife drank it. Uh, and I was kind of on that concept. I wanted to grab something from friends and family's farm and be able to produce something. And yeah, uh, Greg out of Stiller was, was like, well, we can still buy Midwest grain. We can get it from your family and friends in that area. We'll ferment our own alcohol and, and make our base alcohol from that. And that will, can be the underlying of all our products. The first product was, was obviously from this Midwest region. We've got 17 botanicals, which is a lot for a gin, but they're all locally um, uh, sourced from, from from this area. And out of Stiller has been amazing. Um, and, and Masto is obviously involved who um, works in a distributing company. So Mm. He's the he's the salesman getting out there, and um, you know he's been fantastic. And um, he he was you know he he come in, and probably the best thing is the tasting. So he was able to run through and, and come up with an amazing product where we we hit the saltiness from the ocean, but we wanted to bring it back to the earth and have that landscape, which the Midwest has got fantastic landscape region. And um, he's been able to hit those flavors. And we've got another two products. So we've got our, our super Tuscan, um, which is imported Tuscany uh, juniper berries. Um, we loaded up with that and. And that's kind of our dry gin, and, and we've got a citrus one as well, which is um, which has been great. But they're all underlying from our Midwest grain um, that we get up here.